summer night about three years ago. We were all up in Cuba. I was looking up at the night sky. Clear as can be. Stars twinkling bright. I thought I might see something that night. I had an, I had an intuition. And all of a sudden, the universe opened up its eyes to me. It was looking at me, in me, or through me. I couldn't tell which. After a few minutes, I thought, no, it was me. She was me. And she told me, Ryan, your name will be Snake. The man to the left of you will be Diamond Jim. And to the right, did I say right already? Well, your stage left. Your right. And on the other side of you will be Ree. His name won't change. I love the fates being like, you guys are getting these names. <laughs> you, you and those of your ilk will be cosmic sculptors. And for me, you will forge the hearts and minds of those in your community. I, and and I, thus started. Sorry. You step on my toes, Diamond Jim. And thus started the Square Podcast. Who slipped Aaron Rodgers' ayahuasca in a snake's beer? <laughs> No, actually, I was. I just rewatched the first season of True Detective. Oh, that might make sense. Yeah. After, yeah. Oh, you see like the circles everywhere. Yeah. Weird squiggles. Bobby Fox more, is the Yellow King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boys, what's crapping? Uh, I had an idea for a bar actually, and I had a couple months to do some thinking and working. I've been doing a lot of projects, doing a lot of creating, and. Uh, have you guys seen The Price is Right? You familiar with The Price is Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know that kind of when they call people up and, and then they when they initially call the prices of the thing, um, you always have that asshole who does $1 up from the last person. You're like, you're a fucking dick. Two ninety five, two ninety six. Exactly. But, uh, and they generally win. They're, they have yeah, good I mean, odds doing it. Uh, yeah, it's smart. Although my favorite people are the people like they're the third one to go, yeah, and they're like uh, two ninety six, and the next person's like I guess two ninety seven, like yeah. So when you're if you're not the last person, you can't do the one dollar thing. Okay, but I've got an idea. You've heard of yep. forty thieves, mm-hmm. forty one thieves. That's mm. oh. my new bar idea. Yeah, that this is like uh, uh, five minute abs. <laughs> I, I like I like where your head is at, but I feel like you want to go the opposite direction. You actually want to open thirty nine thieves. Thirty nine thieves. I, you, want, I think you want both. <laughs> I think you cover both ends. I think you want less thieves. No, because oh. the more thieves, if there's less thieves, there's less thieving of you. There's less chance, mm. less likelihood you'll be thieved. But I, I would. From. Con- but I would consider myself one of the thieves. I suppose. Well, now, you're trying to get people. So you're trying to offer people. You're saying, look, you want less thieves. Mm. You go to that bar. There's forty mm. of them at least. So is, is it like could we do like a chain of bar, like where we're like slightly different variations of like like skinny bobs <laughs> Mr yeah. F- Mr decent bar <laughs> Yeah yeah we'd be the wish version of all the bars right, yeah, in the yeah. area right. <laughs> Gabe's fence <laughs> Fat man Fat man <laughs> silver plated place <laughs> Yes Oh yes. Oh well, I suppose I suppose you're wondering if you're getting this on your uh, podcast feed or wherever you listen to your podcast. What what are these guys doing here? I thought this thing ended. Well, we did. We are. Well, we said we were going to do an official last episode, and then uh, I don't, 
we we had a winter storm, and then we all, yeah. we we all, we all fucked off for the month of January. Yeah, we kind of fucked off. You know, need a little break, and now we're back. And, I mean, and we always said we'd come back and do periodic yeah. episodes. I mean, I physically fucked off. I went to a different country for the first time. That's right. Jim went to uh, the the lesser Cuba. Yeah, the mm-hmm. the one that nobody's ever heard of. Right, that's right. right. He was chilling with the Castros, just doing research so I can finally open my own uh, cigar factory in Cuba, New York, so I can sell genuine Cuban cigars yeah, across the United uh, States. Yeah, knowledge transfer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I was triggering the libs on the internet, uh, being a Biden bro. Mm-hmm. I, I'm now uh, a vote blue, no matter who person, mm-hmm. guys. Just a, a total, the total heel turn. Mm-hmm. The re is a Fed meme has finally come. Yep, re is re is essentially. Rahm Emanuel at this point. Is that right? Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. No, I don't know. I mean, you know, Kennedy, he's he's kind of a asshole douchebag. Kennedy? Uh, which Kennedy. one? Kennedy. Well, I'm, I'm t- the the presidential candidate. Oh, I, yeah. I thought you meant the musician. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know karate. I do jujitsu. Um, well, <laughs> well, while we're on the topic of Kennedys, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. It's a good enough segue as any mm-hmm. to talk about some big developments that happened. What? Of course, guys. Of course. Of course. Of course. We step back. We step away. And all of this happens. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh, my God. Oh, fucking. Well, they were probably waiting for us to end the podcast and so they can do all this. That might be true. How many months did we turn, you know, chicken shit into chicken salad on the news front? We, we talked about literal, like, dog shit for sometimes and we made it entertaining and then real stuff happens yeah that's maybe we should do this every three months instead yeah maybe Qu- quarterly square episode mm-hmm. the quarterly square we, we could be like the like the uh cicadas of the podcast world <laughs> well cicadas if you want to pronounce it that way if you want to be john cicada the 90s yeah, yeah uh, john cicadas of the podcast yeah. world oh, that's that he every, yeah. every 13 years he digs himself from out of the ground and oh. Ruins the summer in DC. It's <clears throat> good ass jam. That's yeah. a that is a that's a. Ooh, he re- he a really jam. brought it all to the table. Make it through the day. I'm just I'm gonna have that song in my head for days now. People gonna are gonna be every minute of it. People are gonna be singing that to us about the square podcast podcast. They can't make it through the day without us. Mm-hmm. Well, you know who is is likely though going to be making it to. To Congress, Jim. That's right. Your favorite state senator and mine, yep. Tim Kennedy. Timothy Kennedy. Uh, South Buffalo Scion. Yep. Uh, you know, started from the bottom and now he's here. Like started, you know, a, as a county legislator. Mm-hmm. Um, a, appointed as a to the county ledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The the only time he, he got he like basically pushed his way into seat was the state senate, where he forced a primary like to get in that. Where he squeaked his way in. Yep. Against Betty Jean Grant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, appointed to the county ledge and now, uh, not, you can't, you don't get appointed to Congress, but like he, it was the party selection for the special election. There's no primary for this, but there is going to be an election. Oh, there is. So, and there's at least two candidates with a third hopeful. Go on. So uh, we have State Senator Tim Kennedy, Money Machine Tim Kennedy. Uh, Not so clean like a money machine. Absolutely, you know, incredibly influential and powerful state senator. We have less powerful, less influential town supervisor of West Seneca, Gary Dixon, (laughs) following the tradition of local Republicans having the word dick somewhere in Another local dick. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, Gary Dixon, who, you know, the, as we talked about, like town of West Seneca, still ha- the enrollment advantage is still for the Democrats, but it has voted very heavily Republican and conservative the last couple elections, went for Trump both times. Like that, that town, which used to be solidly blue, is now solidly red. Mm-hmm. Um, and But the reason I, I actually think the main reason why, like, the Republicans even are putting Dixon up is because of our our sweet baby boy. Are you telling me, my Jeff? good Our good time fella. Are you telling me we have a mother freaking Nate? I was really hoping we get Nate on for the first episode. That would have been the cherry on top. No, no, no. Listen, the, the mountain comes to Muhammad here. We don't, <laughs> We I, there is no universe where I'm actively soliciting Nate Murray other than to say on the podcast, join us, Nate. But I, I am not actually going to. We'd be gracious enough to have him on. If he said he wanted to come on. Right. Right. And he should. He is He is now a, well, not quite yet a congressional candidate. He's an aspiring congressional candidate. He is, a, well, he, he's a previous congressional candidate, yes. and he is a, a four, fourth time. Once and potentially future congressional candidate. Nate, we'd have hors d'oeuvres. We'd have drinks for you. Yep. I would roll out the red carpet for you, and I'm not joking. What we wouldn't do is we would not go out and do signatures for you. <laughs> uh, no, that is, that I, is one I, thing I, I will other not things do. To do. Yeah. That is one thing that I will not do. Now, uh, Jim, Nate, to his credit, so it seems, has been, well... <laughs> Definitely a little bit more active on the signature front than he was when he uh, announced that he announced to announce for county executive, maybe. Yeah. Well, let's, let's let's start off like these petitions are different than those petitions, right? When he was talking about that, he was talking about running a primary against Mark Polnikars, which means he was going to do Democratic, Democratic Party petitions for nominating petitions, which means he had to get Democrats to sign. Because there's no primary for a special election, he is doing independent nominating petitions where he's basically creating his own party, which means the only thing that the only uh, requirement is that they are a registered voter. doesn't matter what fucking party they're in. They have to be in your congressional district and a registered voter. So these are the type of petitions like this is what like when um, Jimmy Griffin did like the recall petitions against Tony Masiello, right? You can just literally go to fucking Price Right or Tops or Aldi's or pick your grocery store and like and. Stand out front until they kick you out for soliciting, asking for signatures. And actually, because you're doing petitions, you're actually, I think, a, a limit, like, that's, uh, like, uh, a loophole. Or, like, the politicians have intentionally put it in, like, oh, you can't kick this away. Like this uh, Getting signatures technically isn't soliciting. Right. Um, but so you can just stand someplace where people are going. So obviously not a Sabres game. Um, but maybe a Bandits game, you could just stand out front. Uh <laughs> And, and like you can just people, you know, we we've made jokes about the bandits. People fucking love the bandits. Yeah, yeah it's a good time. People, uh, I, I feel, I feel yeah, like, I, yeah, people love chefs too. <laughs> oh, that's not the same. That's it's not basically the, same, the same. Basically, the same quality of thing you're getting. I don't think so. They're world champions. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure chefs are world champion. Fucking no, Italian joints. No, somewhere. you're being no, you're, you're no, you're being fatuous. Yeah, no, no. About I, look, the look, bandits. Like, Come look, on, the, like the, the the quality of the bandits, and it's, I'm I'm sure it's much more fun than. A lot of things, especially it chefs. Is. Um, Let's keep it moving away from the but, bandits. Fans might come for us. Yeah, um, that's, that's, that's orange and black everywhere. And so, <laughs> uh, but so, like, what I'm saying is that these petitions are actually easier to do, and the number of signatures he needs is roughly the same number he would need for like county executive. Uh, he keeps conflating the number he needs. He keeps saying like larger and larger numbers. Do you think he knows? <laughs> do you think he actually knows well, the number? Well, I here's the thing: is like. Some of the numbers he's saying, 
technically he needs fewer signatures, but like some of the numbers he's saying, realistically, because you know they're going to channel some of the signatures. And when you're doing these independent nominating petitions and you're just like, you're like, you're just going and standing in front of a coffee shop and saying, hey, will you sign this petition from Nate McMurray? You're going to get bad signatures. You're going to get duplicates. You're going to get people who write fake names. You know, like, again, like I saw the petitions for like the recall of Massiello like 24 years ago or whatever. And um, like there was like Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and shit I like see that. I Wiener. Yeah. So, you know, Mike Latouris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I know a Mike Latouris. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so like, Mike Latouris. Uh, <laughs> you've never seen a Mike never Latouris. Never found one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, so like the petitions he's doing are easier because you just anybody just fucking anyone. Um, but like, like I said, I think the reason why Gary Dixon, even like the Republicans even running him is because I think the Republicans are very hopeful that Nate McMurray gets on the ballot. Mm-hmm. This is a very heavily Democratic district, not just in New York State, but like across, like compared to like the rest of the country. It is a very safe D. <laughs> but <laughs> talk about oh. talk, talk about clitorises. Uh-huh. Uh, but if Nate, a former congressional like somebody who actually has a pretty decent name ID, mm-hmm. gets on the ballot, maybe he splits the vote. You know, and he's if he's taking votes away, it's probably not from MAGA, you know, Gary Dixon. Oh, God. I mean, look, this is like just an encapsulation, unfortunately, of uh, Democratic Party politics uh, in Western New York in 2024. You know, it's either the hand, like the hand picked Tim Kennedy or the absolute fucking buffoon show of Nate McMurray. Um, You're not really going to be satisfied either way. Look, I think if Nate makes the ballot, I think a congressman, Gary Dixon, is a real chance. Oh, that, would well, be, well, that would be wild. Yeah, because like here's the is Nate doesn't need to get twenty percent to ruin the election. He needs to get like five, and he ruins he can ruin the election for Tim Kennedy. Right, right. I mean, it, look at this point. I have no idea what who Nate McMurray is for. What Nate McMurray? I mean, I have an idea in the sense that you could look at his Twitter feed and see whatever freaking chaotic thoughts are just being you know completely shit out. Mm-hmm every 10 minutes or so or whatever, but do I have any clear perception? He's just anti-authoritarian. He feels like he's been wronged by the ECDC. He feels like, you know, the voters need a choice. Okay. What, what is, like, he is ostensibly trying to... Run- he's a reactionary. I mean, what? like, he is just a reactionary. That is... He is a, a left-wing grifter reactionary. Let's call him for what he is. What? He's uh, he's trying to uh, uh, run from the like the left of Tim Kennedy, but like one of the very first things he did when he announced he was actually running was like send out pictures of him with Joe Biden. Right. That does not appeal to the left wing, like the left flank of the Democratic Party. Yeah. He's trying to portray to me. trying to portray himself as like an outsider. You know, the guy who was a multiple time nominee for Congress from the Democratic Party. Yeah, I mean, look, we we we've obviously played a role in. Uh, fanning oxygen to this whole Nate McMurray sensation. Although, again, he was a congressional candidate. He was a Grand Island town supervisor. Like, he actually has a profile. So he's not just some rando. But I I don't think, I don't know. I don't think he's, here, here's I don't my, think he's well. What, like, I don't think he's well, what, here, actually. Here's my other thing. Like, if you are, a, like, a leftist Democrat, and, like, you're, like, you're not happy with Tim Kennedy, I understand that. But 
if you support Nate, McMur- Nate McMurray splits the vote, look, Nate is not going to, con- he's not winning this election. It's, that is never happening. And with Gary Dixon out there, who, as a supervisor of a large town, and if the Republican Party you sees Nate in there, they'll spend money. You don't want, you know, Kennedy in Congress because you like you don't think he should be rewarded for what he's done. Well, if he doesn't win that congressional seat, but he had to give up his uh, state senate seat, guess who your next mayor is? And it's not even fucking close. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's funny. It's like so. Like if if you don't like Tim Kennedy. Maybe your best option is to send him to D.C. and get him away from you. You know, a lot of these people on the Internet like to throw around Blue MAGA. And it's not it's actually not who they think it is. Like the Blue MAGA people are anybody who's who would seriously consider Nate McMurray, which no clear policy positions, just pure reaction or just pure id that I don't like the establishment. No clear path of I have a power. I have a policy goal. It's just simply I don't like ECDC. I don't like Tim Kennedy. Fine. Okay. Very valid. But God forbid, Nate McMurray. Well, I mean, Nate McMurray's not going to win. God forbid he does win. Could you imagine? That's, that's, the, that's, the, monkey, your, that's the monkey paw. That is, that is the monkey paw. <laughs> that is the monkey paw. But yeah. Did, we, did we check? Uh, go f- like, has, has anybody been raising money for him for Valentine's Day for Nate McMurray? Is there, I haven't checked. Have we, have we uh, checked that? Probably should. We is, should. It, is there a, a change.org petition to like change the name of the Grand Island Bridge to the Nate McMurray twin mm. twin span? I would be I would support that. Yeah. Yeah. Well we could call them the McMurrays. The McMurrays. Yeah. Well, Jim, you know, every any any time there is a, a move, let's say Tim Kennedy's kind of getting a promotion, shall we, in politics by yeah. potentially, potentially moving to Congress, most likely, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are seismic shifts. There's a seat open now, yeah. and Tim Kennedy's state senate seat, which he is, um, you know, vacating. Right, he can't run for both. Right, he cannot run for both. But he, well, but here's the thing: is that like, so they've made the endorsement because they're anticipating he wins the, the special election for Congress, but he doesn't have to resign his state senate seat yet, right? Yeah. Um, and so you know, he's like he's. He, he's had to announce he's not running for state senate, but he hasn't resigned yet. So, like, they're not picking somebody to fill the rest of his term. He's still a state senator right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, make sure, like, let's make sure we don't think, like, he didn't, he, just because he's not running for state senate right now, he, he, has, he doesn't, like, fucked off and disappeared. You know, like, you know, like certain members of the Common Council did last election cycle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is still a member of the state senate in good standing at this time. But... In anticipation that he will be leaving, uh, ECDC has nominated a candidate yep. to replace him. Yep. County legislator April Baskin. Chairwoman of the county legislature, April Baskin. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I think now this is somebody who I think a, a lot of the left wing of the party is happier with uh, than a lot of uh, nominations from ECDC or endorsements from ECDC. I mean, April was somebody who pushed very hard for like a community benefits agreement with the stadium deal. Um, you know, she's she's done a lot of work in the community. Um, you know, she she represents a very diverse district in the county ledge, which isn't always the case in the county ledge. I mean, her, her district really goes from you know the city line against Chicktawaga in the east all the way to the river on the west. It, it just cuts straight across the middle. Um, and so, like, you know, I think she'll be a, a good state senator. I mean. She is going to win in a walk. It's it's a it is an overwhelming Democratic district, um, you know, uh, you know, and I don't. We'll see if she even gets primaried at this point. 
Yeah. She got the she got the unanimous endorsement. Right. And after that, that was after Common Council member Mitch Nowakowski withdrew his channel like his idea of running. Well, I was about to say the real competition came between um between Mitch and between April before mm-hmm. the nominating. And so, you know, this is a saga that we followed for a long time. We assumed that you know, when we last spoke here at the Square Podcast, that Mitch Nowakowski was going to I don't know. Assume I, th- I think we prognosticated that we thought Mitch had at that point the upper hand. I, okay, I, yeah. I think that's more fair uh, assessment. Um, in in the intervening time, Jim, uh, mm-hmm. we had a couple things happen. One, we had <clears throat> Chris Scanlon become the City of Buffalo Common Council President, mm-hmm. um, which the inner workings of that uh, Dave Rivera could have been. Potentially, I mean, that's one of the things that I've heard is that, like, Rivera potentially had the votes to become council president, um, and that, you know, there, there was a, a last-minute switch mm-hmm. um, that, that submarined that, uh, and I wonder if that had some uh, ripple effects into the endorsement for the state senate seat, mm-hmm. potentially could have. Um, you know, I mean, people, it, that's not even a long memory thing. Right, you're not you're not asking for people to remember a very long time. That's kind of like when you're like I, I, I like I mentioned like playing euchre and like you know somebody trumps my trick and then immediately the next turn like plays the the suit that they just trumped. And I'm like you know like can you at least wait two tricks and pretend like I'm not that smart? <laughs> yeah, I mean reading between the lines here, there's some thought that Mitch may have had a hand in ensuring that Scanlon was nominated or was, you know, moved to the council president. And as a result, that may have torpedoed him in the nominating process. We don't know. A lot of it's scuttlebutt, you know, it's Mm -hmm. behind the scenes. Um, We get bits and pieces here, of Mm -hmm. course, but either way, April Baskin uh, is, you know, going to be the nominee. Mm -hmm. um, A point, uh, not, you know, she's the endorsed endorsed, democratic candidate for uh, the state Senate seat. Um, now, I will say it's always been interesting to me, like how like well accepted April is by like the left flank um, in the area, who also often hate Jeremy Zellner and ECDC when she was handpicked by Mark Polencars and Maria White to be in that ledge seat, and like her very first day as a legislator, she became chairwoman. Like she was that handpicked, and yet people are like, "Wow, oh, no, April's great." But like I hate ECDC and anybody they 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 work with. Yeah. Seem uh, I don't know. It seems like there's some sort of disconnect, or maybe people don't know the whole story. Maybe people just don't care about yeah. that for whatever reason. But you know who they do care about. Well, well I, I just got to ask, what yep. does this mean for Mitch's political aspirations? Um, I mean, look, he's still very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I think this just means like maybe he has to wait a minute. Yeah. Um, that, that he doesn't get to go for the state senate. Um, it is going to, you know, as we talk about Donald's, it is going to open up that ledge seat, which will be an appointment that will be determined by, uh, the committee. Um, so, but I mean, city common council is way better than the county ledge. Um, it's, you have more staff, you have more money, you have more influence. Um, it's higher profile. I mean, you, you don't, you going from the common council to the county ledge is a major step down, at least the way things are currently set up. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who, like, it gets the appointment to step into that county ledge seat. Um, but, you know, like, Mitch, um, you know, he's, he's going to be in, I don't want to say holding pet, but, like, it, it's a temporary delay, I think, for Mitch. 
right? It's he's not council president. And he's not a state senate candidate th- this year. Okay, he just started his second term in common council. You know, I mean, he's still incredibly young. He also played good soldier here too. He didn't make a huge fight. No, he yeah he withdrew so that the the endorsement would be unanimous. There wouldn't be open fighting. You know, and I'm sure he's very cognizant. Look, it is a committee year, which we'll get to a little bit later. But like, starting off with a big fight for the endorsement for state senate would just like like ensure that there would be committee fights down the road. No, interesting. I I saw Mitch on the news this week for an opening of a new dispensary mm-hmm. on Allen Public Flower. Now you you walked by here. I walked over the other night. It was supposed to be open till 11 p.m. on Wednesday. It was closed. Um, and then I walked again Thursday. I walked by it at 7 o'clock. It was open, but I had somewhere to be. But I came back shortly after, and it was closed. So it stayed at hours until 11 p.m. I assume these are the growing pains of a new right, business. sure. First week. So, you know, but... I, what? But that's good news, though, overall, right? Uh, it, it is. Really it is good news for the residents of the Allentown community. Some who may... Finally... For the, the first time in like 70 years, a place to get marijuana in Allen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh, it's they, about they were just, damn time. They yeah. were starved of That's marijuana. Right. We, yeah, we, we, we had to drive out to Eden to get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, be that as it may, uh-huh. uh, you know, we, we talked a lot about the council presidency being paramount, being in the council presidency because you would be a successor. If Byron Brown left mm-hmm. the mayorship, however, M- Byron might not be going anywhere, Jim. I mean, despite this? despite the fact that like he clearly has his like LinkedIn app open and is swiping right on every fucking job that is promoted to him, he nobody else is swiping right on him. I've heard the uh, head of the OTB locally because yeah. The, the, the current guy in hot water for, like, a bunch of things. Uh, not just that, but also, as, like, Jeff Kelly reported, it used to be, like, a, a one person for each county that was up, and uh, Kennedy and some, and some of the other uh, Democrats in the state ledge changed it to a weighted vote system so that Rochester and Buffalo basically control it now. The Democrats right. control it. Uh, and so, like, that, which, you know... I mean, Everybody, like Henry Otozik, a former congressional candidate, mm-hmm. uh, is you know hot water at the OTB because like you know they're right, doing right. they're doing all kinds of shady stuff. I mean, not you, the OTB. Yeah, no, <laughs> you would never guess that. And Byron would fit you know right in there, obviously. Other than, could you imagine Byron like living in Batavia? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I used to work at OTB back in the day. I think I did know. Yeah, and the, all the branches are closing. It seems like horse racing is is kind of a dying fad. Which I, I don't really object to. Yeah. I think it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. But the main thing they do now is manage... Cancel tape, culture. Manage cancel culture. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying cancel oh. culture, canceling horse racing. <laughs> they manage Batavia Downs, the casino yeah. and horse racing. Yeah, which is... It's more about casino at mm. this point than the horse right. racing. Um, but, like, yeah, like, who knows? That's going to... Because like, he got turned down for Congress. He got turned down mm-hmm. for Buff State. Uh you know, he didn't get that shift lead at spot he was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he, can, he can always go to Noko University. Yeah. That's, Good. Yeah. yeah, that's a great job. Yeah. Um, maybe his son can get him a job at, at the sewer authority. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, there's speculation that he needs the money, but I feel like he's got all kinds of retirement dough coming at him. 
He's vested. He's at the age where you need to be. Yeah. He's got like mad salary to to pull from in terms of his percentage. And he's well, he's and he's got to be you know tier four, so he's got to be like getting up. Yeah, guys, I guys, I have the perfect idea for Byron Brown to make a little bit (laughs) extra cash on the side. (laughs) All right. Yeah. I'm just saying, there's always DoorDash. Oh. Oh, him and Mickey could be like, <laughs> they could drive together. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Uh, erstwhile, erstwhile County Clerk Michael P. <laughs> Mickey Kearns right. in a, in a uh, you know, latest article. Probably erstwhile. Yeah. Uh, definitely erstwhile, uh-huh. I would say. <laughs> uh, in a latest article from uh, which one? Jo- which one do you think is Starsky and which one's Hutch? <laughs> In, in a recent article from our friends over at the Investigative Post, Jeff Kelly, uh, b- bombshell, or not really, but I mean, just curiosity that Mickey Kearns is delivering for DoorDash as a side hustle. Well, so I want to know about this. So, I mean, DoorDash takes you all over the place, but like if I'm Mickey, like I probably drive away from my house and, and like I drive up to like fucking Amherst. And like then I turn the app on because I don't want to start making deliveries in South Buffalo where everybody's known me forever. Like, could you imagine, uh, like, you order, like, uh, what, Pete and Paul's, is that that's the name of the place? Uh, the perfect place for picky people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you order, like, a c- couple of fucking hot dogs or something like that, and, you know, Mickey in his linen suit walks up your driveway to, like, drop the bag off on your porch. So I generally have a rule of thumb, is, if, like, is if I'm going to eat shitty and, like, eat fast food or takeout, I gotta go get it myself, just because, okay, you gotta at least put that much effort into it, but I'm very tempted to become like a DoorDash user now, just on the off chance that I get Mickey Kearns to deliver. Yeah, to my house. like I, I might pay That's, extra uh, for that. We, experience. They, they, you can always put special instructions for the, the restaurant. I'll just put "Gimme Mickey." Gimme <laughs> <laughs> Mickey. Up until this far, he's been neither honest or hardworking, and maybe right. he's trying to yeah. kind of change his, his I mean, tone, right? Maybe in in all seriousness, like. And, and full disclosure, like I've known Mickey, or I knew Mickey. I haven't known him in a few years. I haven't talked to him because he's a shithead nowadays. Right. But um, I don't know. This does not. This is not a harbinger of good things. Um, right. I mean, like I believe that Mickey needs money more than I believe that Byron needs money. Right. Um, <laughs> right. I, I mean, if you think about it, like even just from his longtime association with Carl Palladino, Carl has a variety of you know make work. Kind Absolutely. of things that he could find for his friends and right. family and whatnot. Uh, Mickey, Mickey has also had a long association with uh, like JC Seneca and yes, and so like again, somebody who like you know, as, casinos are never hurting enough with what like if if Mickey needs like an extra like you know three thousand dollars a year that he's going to get through driving DoorDash, they could find a make believe job for him. Yes, yes, they could find something for him, but you know, anyway. What Byron Brown's gonna do? What? What Mickey's? He's he's not gonna DoorDash. I'll yeah. tell you that. Um, but he might stick around for another term. That is the rumor, right? Like at this, because he's like he doesn't know what to do, and he it, it's. I mean, it's, it's kind of like you know, like, like Poland Car. Like Poland Cars wasn't expecting to keep running. No, he he definitely thought he'd he'd be somewhere else by now. Uh, Byron, I don't know. I mean, he's what's he gonna do? Like you know, I, I, it's the only thing I know. Well, maybe. Well. <laughs> Uh, does he? <laughs> maybe. All right. I'll tell you what. Maybe he just ends up becoming installed as mayor for life mm-hmm. when the invasion 
of Buffalo from Canada happens. <laughs> yeah, that's what we, when, the uh, wartime mayor. Right, we, we martial law. That's right. Suspension of habeas corpus. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. When when Canada invades, Byron Brown will be at the vanguard. He'll be at the front lines, mm-hmm. fighting them off. And uh, and you know who's not going to abide, our, our abide own, that, Jim? Our own Stonewall Jackson here in. Oh, oh yes, our very own Stonewall Jackson, Byron Brown, <laughs> and 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 leading the charge against the Canadians will be our our very own Kathy Hochul. Yeah, uh, the governor, the governor herself, Kathy Hochul, who recently the governor. Yeah, no, it's, it's that it's. It wasn't just Schwarzenegger at this point. I think oh. it's a title that's been handed down. It's like to the, to like, Kathy Hochul? Yes, it's the Dread Pirate Roberts. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yes, Kathy Hochul in, well, uh, hot water in some circles. For uh, she, uh, she had to make an official apology, enough of a hot water that she had to apologize for it. All right, I think that's reasonable just to say. Just the dumbest thing. It, it is. Saying, in reference to, you know... Um, Hamas and, and Israel and Gaza, uh, effectively saying that you know why is she even saying anything about it? I mean, she is the governor of New York State. There, look, like it, it is a position of it's bigger. Like New York State is bigger than most countries, like right? Most, and, and and there are a lot of you know members of the Jewish community in New York State. There's also a lot of uh, Palestinians and, and right. Muslims in New York State. Yes, uh, I think she was talking to one of the group and not the other. I think mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah, oh. Kathy Hochul basically saying, you know, defending um, Israel's actions in the Gaza Strip uh, with the analogy, you know, if Canada tried to invade the United States, that they would be vaporized. Right. Uh, that's, and that was, I think, what people, like, she wasn't, she, she was trying to say, like, they have a right to defend themselves. Yes. But the way she said it was, like, if, if Canada invaded Buffalo, the next day, there'd be no more Canada. Which would be wrong. Yeah. There's a difference between defending and, like... Removing from the planet. We also can't nuke Canada. <laughs> like it's, well, yeah. We couldn't nuke the country next to us. There would be Americans that were killed. Right. Like there would be a Canada. Yeah, let, let's face it. If, I mean, just hypothetically speaking, if we were to nuke Toronto, there would be some effects over here. Oh yeah. I mean, more in uh, uh, well, more I mean, in Rochester. Let, well, let's face it. Like. Niagara County, they already have a lot of nuclear waste. Right, there. those it, people are immune to it. They are, yeah, totally good there. <laughs> right, it's actually the, good for them. The, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, those are the those are Blinky the fish from the Simpsons. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I, although I was just gonna say, like, like if we each got like a make a list of like five to ten Canadians we want to like get out of the country, like who's like at the top of your like mine are like. Orville Peck and Maddie Madison. Like, let's get them out first. Like, let's get them out right away. Are, are there any ones that are Canadians that are in in the United States who are like, well, send I, them back? I watch like, at this point, Dan Aykroyd. I watch Glenn and Friends. It's a cooking show on YouTube, mm-hmm. and he goes through old cookbooks and cooks old recipes. Oh, we're talking like the seventies, like Jello mold type stuff. No, no. Well, he, but no, it's good stuff. Yeah, he pulls okay. out the good stuff. I love it. I would pull him from Toronto. Okay, for sure. But yeah, I mean, the, the 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 next that's such an insane thing to say. Like, yeah, like we, I I, I haven't I haven't stopped thinking about it since she said it. That like that she, like her like she her idea was yeah if they if they attacked us, I am one holy one hundred percent justified in obliterate and eliminating them from the from ever existing again as a matter of defense because like she doesn't take the next step and then we're like when you retaliate with that mindset. Aren't you saying that logically their mindset should be, oh, I guess our only option is to try to eliminate them from being on the planet? My yeah. second biggest problem with this, her saying that is she's 
really given people from Buffalo a bad name. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I did immediately say, I was like, th- as soon as she said that, people from New York City was like, this is why we don't let those fucking yokels from like upstate and be And she's be proving them fucking right. Yep. Ugh. Sorry. I was too- I, she, she also said this week that she misses like the fucking tea party because you could work with them. Give me a fucking break. No, you couldn't. No, I know. The tea Fuck party. Off. You know, like the Carl Paladino tea party. It was somebody like she oh, I could work with them. I was too busy sneezing. Ass. I was too busy sneezing to give my answer uh, for Canadian, I would say. <laughs> Car- Carly Ray Jepsen. Oh, oh okay. And, yeah. and and uh yeah. Robin Sparkles. <laughs> Robin Sparkles. <laughs> um yeah, no. So yes, Kathy Hochul did uh pine for the days of the tea party. Yeah. And I, I think, all right, she's getting a lot of flack for that, and, and rightfully so, because it was an inartfully, uh, inartful way to phrase what she was trying to say. She's so the, cringe. She's the Larry David of governors. I mean, that'd be awesome, actually, if Larry David was a governor. Yeah. But I, I think there are is you, Are some... you saying that she's got a pubic hair stuck in her throat? <laughs> oh, God. I, 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 do, I do think... I really think of Bill <laughs> yeah. Hochul right now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I, I do think. Look, you, look. You went there. <laughs> I mean, she she was making a point that the modern day Republican Party, they're not even any consideration to be worked with. And yeah, but but, okay, but I'm not but, saying I'm not saying that the Tea Party were like the grand negotiators. Uh, who could? But she's she's been alive long enough that she could have picked a part part of the Republican Party prior to like. I actually think like the Republican Party really brought like the most heart. Like they were always they they've been difficult to negotiate basically since '94 with Gingrich. But like they basically became impossible to negotiate, starting with the Tea Party. Like she could say, right. "I miss when the Republicans and Democrats could negotiate and we could work towards you know common solutions." This is why it's inartful. I mean, right. this is this is why it was an inartful way to phrase it. The truth is, it's a little bit of real politic. We know that there has been an influx of former Republican voters with the rise of Trumpism. They've moved, con- you know, they've become conservative Democrats. You're kind of throwing a bone to those people saying, hey, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party at one point could work together. They're reasonable people like you people who've just joined the Democratic Party. OK, fine. Using the Tea Party as the example. Come on. But here, here's my other, I, I, not, not just in our fault, but stupid. Like, so how many people like what what number do you think that, that makes up the Democratic Party? And then, what number of people who are already in the Democratic Party, Kathy Hochul, do you think get fucking incensed when you're like, I would like to play friends with the Tea Party members mm-hmm. of the Democratic Party and the people who have been Democrats who are, well, are more liberal, more exactly left. exactly who she is. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean she, was, she was very proud to be a blue dog Democrat when she was right. con- in Congress. Right. And what she's basically saying is like, hey, currently now there's like, like 2% of the Democratic Party in New York State are people who used to be Republican. And I know there's like... Fifteen percent of the Democratic Party who would fucking abhor at like that idea, and I want to shit on them. Uh, she's also bad at math. It's not just inartful; it's also fucking dumb. I mean, this is like uh, going back to Mickey Kearns. Like, I because yeah, I've also known Mickey for a long time, although I haven't talked to him in, in probably fifteen years now. But why when, not? Uh, well, <laughs> he's too busy with DoorDash. Oh, that's great. Uh, I, I keep ordering it, but it's never him. Never um, him. Uh, but so, uh, he, when he was running against Byron after Byron's first term to primary him, and you know, I I told Mickey that he had to be in the pride parade, and he said something like thirty percent of you know every of all Democrats like wouldn't vote for me because like if I was in the pride parade because they don't support that. And I was like, well, seventy's more than thirty, Mickey. Like I don't know well, what to tell you. So maybe that's why you don't talk to him. I mean, well, he. 
He did. He did eventually do the Piper. But like that oh, was okay. I, I. I had to do like again like another Simpsons reference. Like when the kids realize that Citro Bob is going to kill their aunt, and like they try to explain it to Homer, and they're including like they're showing like charts and graphs and stuff like that. <laughs> he doesn't get it, and they explain it to Marge, and she gets in like four seconds. I, I explained it to Mickey over and over and over again. He didn't get it. I so I called his ex-wife. Yeah. Told her, and like twenty minutes later, he called me. He was like, "All right, so I'll be in the Pride Parade." Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, before before we get to uh, the local freaks and weirdos, um, what, what, well, I guess we're talking about politicians here, so one and the same. Right. All right. So Jim, give the people before we get into the uh, like I said, the freaks and the weirdos of the town. Right. Give the people their vegetables. They've been pining for this, Jim. They want to hear about process, and they want to yeah. hear about you know all the the inner workings around here. So, so could you talk to the good people about consolidation of electric election district uh, districts? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the board of elections, and not just in Erie County, as my understanding, but like, a, like kind of across the state, um, are working on consolidating the number of election districts. Uh, the reason why election districts were set up to the size they were was back, you know, prior to the 2000 election, Bush v. Gore, right? Um, and even like after that, like, you know, initially Congress passed like, you know, all right, everybody has to update their voting machines. But New York State had these old mechanical machines that were so good and so reliable that the company that made them went out of business because they never had to buy more, all right? And when you had those machines, you couldn't have more than theoretically 999 voters to use one machine because they were actually like, they were you know, like an old mechanical machine, like a clockwork inside them. And the reels that recorded, the gears that recorded the votes, if you got to a thousand, there was only three digits there. It would, it would wind back over to zero, right? So you were, you, you had, so you had to have much smaller districts <laughs> Now that they have the electronic machines and like you're just putting the Scantron in, and I don't mean South District Council member, uh, <laughs> but you're, you're, just, you're just putting it in, and well, they can record thousands of votes on one machine. It doesn't matter, right? So they can consolidate. And why do they consolidate? Well, it's expensive to run elections. And you know, for every election district, even if, like, if you have multiple polling places together, every election district has to have... Uh, poll watcher that has had to have yeah. staff. So, actually, does this mean that there are fewer um, polling locations? There, it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean there'll be fewer uh, fewer polling locations. That's a problem, right? They, they there probably will be, but like not a lot fewer. We're not going to see like you see in like the South, where like yeah. there's like five for the entire county. No, mm-hmm. uh, there, there's still going to be a lot. Um, but what you're going to see is like there might be some fewer. But what you're not going to see is when you go to your polling place, you're not going to see. 12 election inspectors working there if there's three districts, right? Because you, when, the way this, the state law is like for every election district, you needed two Republicans and two Democrat election inspectors working every single district, right? Well, you know, that's a lot of people to train. And so like that's an expense on the Board of Elections. It's a lot of people to pay, even though they pay them garbage for like a 16-hour date. That's a lot of people to pay, right? Yeah. Um, it's a lot of logistics to have like that many districts there and like when you want to have multiple districts in one location one polling place you have to find a a space that's large enough to handle that and also not busy on a tuesday right um so it makes sense from a lot of these reasons to consolidate like i said they're not going to consolidate down to like some insane thing like you like when you read about like 
Fulton County, Georgia has like six, you know, uh, polling places, right? Like, right. Or, or whatever. That's not the right number, but whatever. Um, but they are eliminating a lot of EDs. It's my understanding. Erectile it, dysfunctions. I mean, if you we, if you know how sexy it is when I talk about this stuff, I'm eliminating EDs. <laughs> so uh, no, they they are eliminating a, a lot of election districts. It's my understanding at least 150 just in the city of Buffalo. So because like when you, when you go, oh, that's a lot. Well, the city of Buffalo had roughly 400, uh, 40 election districts for each council district. So there was about 360 election districts. Yes, cutting it in half is a lot. But like some of those election districts had like 100, 120 registered voters in them. Well, but Diamond Jim, there's more to the story, isn't there? Well, so what's, it, it's, what it is going to be is, first of all, um, I saw like some people who have like petitions out already for even like maybe for committee, which is weird because the official maps aren't out yet. How do they know what the maps look like? Um, but uh, it's going to make those committees, you know, we've talked about many times on like how like being on the committee is incredibly influential. And like that, if you want to take power away from ECDC, from Jeremy Zellner, or I don't know if, if ECRC, if somehow like. You got lost. I mean, just to be clear, if you were on, if you were on the committee, you would be part of ECDC. So right. you'd yeah. be taking power <clears throat> away from the current stakeholders on ECDC, right? And then you would become a member of ECDC yourself, right? And so, like, that means that these committee seats are going to be even more powerful because there's going to be so many, so fewer of them. Like, and like, you know, there have been vacant seats, right, in the past. But when you're limiting this many districts, what's going to happen is that you know there are going to be a lot of committee members drawn together. And some of those people are there because like, you know, their uncle is a judge and, and they, and that their, that their uncle asked them, Hey, will you be on the committee? It'd be good for me. And they don't give a shit. But the, some of those people are like, Hey, the only reason why I have a job in the Rath building or at city hall is because I'm on the committee and I do petitions and fuck this other, like I like, so there are going to be committee fights. And that has nothing to say with uh, like like the different factions in all these different council districts and ledge districts. Because somebody's going to get bubbled. I mean, almost certainly, a lot of people are going to get bubbled. Right? Yeah. Like there, are, you know, when we're talking about like uh, there are two committee members for every ED, every election district. So like if we're talking like so let's say it's just a hundred election districts, that is two hundred fewer committee members in just the city of Buffalo. There are not that two, changes things. There are not two hundred vacancies. There there was not two hundred vacancies when the last time petitions were done. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's great. And so, like, you know, in some districts where there's been more, like, uh, north, where, you know, uh, G.I. Joe Golombek is, right? <laughs> um, like, there was a lot of vacancies in north. Uh, university, a fair amount of vacancies. In south, where it's a fucking blood sport down there, those fuckers are, are going to kill each other. It's going to be the troubles all over again. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, but, like, and, and so, you know, we, I kind of, you know, alluded to this earlier with like the the Mitchell Nowakowski April Baskin thing, right? Mm -hmm. Is that there's going to be committee wars probably this year, no matter what. And you know, having an open fight for a state senate seat just antagonizes them to look at you. Yeah. Right. So, like, you know, you know, be gracious. Step aside. And if they need to fight committee seats, maybe they, they stay away from you in Fillmore and Allentown. 
Yeah, yeah, and and not for nothing, by the way. It, you know, it, a lot of our listeners may remember us talking at length about the importance of the committee and maybe we should consider running for the committee. Um, I mean. <laughs> It, I'm of two minds here, Jim, because I still think that's true, but I also think a lot of people weren't interested in doing that kind of work then, will probably not be interested in doing that work kind of, kind of work now with more consolidation, and as a result, like, we're just going to get a lot more griping about the committee. Well, I mean, so with the consolidation, because, like, the number of signatures you required is, like, 5% of the registered members of the party in that district. So the number of signatures you're going to need is going to go up. Uh, so, like you know, you know, for, you know, Nate McMurray is going to be—it's going to be a lot harder to be on the committee now, right? Um, but you're going to be that much more influential. Also, if you're an outsider who's looking to run, and there are going to be three, four more insiders already running in that district, that actually really helps you. Yeah, that because uh, like they're going to be competing if, against each if other. You're, if you're going to do the work of getting on the committee, which yeah, which we have not. Look, I mean, I'm not trying to be glib here, but we we have not seen it materialize at least at this point. Any kind of concerted effort to get quote unquote outsiders to yeah. get on the committee. Yeah, and, and you know, yeah. And th- when I talk about like you know a lot more signatures, like you know, it, it often was for a committee seat you needed seven, eleven, twelve signatures. You're probably going to need twenty five, thirty. Just to qualify, and since you need more than that because, like, some might get kicked off and they're going to challenge your petitions because you're an outsider. So, like, if you need 30, you better turn in 50. Right. Right? Um, and, you know, and petitions are done in the winter now. Now, that does favor the parties, although I will say the parties didn't want it because it had been done in the summer, and they preferred it then, and it, it wasn't because they were benevolent. And they, it wasn't just because, like, we all like being outside in, in better weather. It was because the state legislature is in session when petitions are being done now. Mm-hmm. And they aren't in session this summer when the old petitions are being done. So they could send not just their district office staff, but all the central staff out to do petitions. Yes. And get those done. So, like, it's not benevolent, but, like, they they... While it does benefit them over outsiders, they did not want this. This was a mandate from the federal government that you know that basically federal elections all have to happen at the same time now, all the primaries and and obviously the general. Um, and New York State was like, well, it would be nonsense then to have a congressional primary in May and then continue to have our own primary in September when we know that like. In Erie County, like an individual election costs like two million dollars to run. Yeah, we probably don't need that additional two million dollar expense. Well, it, well, it'll be curious to see like the power dynamics of the local parties. Well, it's it's, it's also going to be interesting to see because like so the board of elections draws the districts, the the election districts, and you know like it's going to be interesting to see how are these election districts drawn. Unlike when, like, they do redistricting for Congress or State Senate or states, like, where like they they care about who the members are who represent that, the board of elections doesn't give a shit who the committee members are. Yes, right. So, like, they, I'm sure for like ninety nine percent of the time when they were doing the redistricting, did not take that into consideration. So, but like, now, but so like, 
I'm saying like there might be some election uh, committee members who are drawn together, but based off of like how how many uh, election districts are being eliminated, you might have six or eight committee members being drawn together. And like I said, like you know, in North, where fucking nobody is on the committee and nobody cares, fine. But in South, where everybody fucking cares intensely, or fucking Delaware district where everybody cares in- intensely, or Niagara district, mm-hmm. like. There is gonna like there's gonna be all out fucking war and so like you know we've been in this Jeremy Zellner as a unifier in ECDC and you know the Democratic Party hasn't been infighting uh, in, you know in the Erie County for a long time now we'll see if that holds to be fair that's also gonna be true of the Republican we're gonna we're gonna see what kind of stuff Mike Crocker is made of this summer. <laughs> We sure are. Because, like, sure you know, when they eliminate election districts, this is all committees, all county committees for every party. And so, like, you know, like, obviously, eliminating 150 election districts, 300 committee seats in the city of Buffalo for the Republican Party just means they got rid of 300 vacancies, right? Like, doesn't matter to them. But, like, when you're talking about, like, eliminating, like, like half the election districts in Clarence, half the election districts in Elma, you know, in, in you know, you know, 40, we're getting real. We're getting real. Forty districts in Amherst, you know, like or half the districts in Orchard Park. Now, how many in Marilla? I think Marilla only had like <laughs> six to begin, or not even Marilla. maybe. Like, it's, 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 uh, and I, 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 I do think by like state law, like you each town has to have like at least two election districts. So like towns like Holland and Sardinia were like, well, we were already where we were at, right? So, well, that, um. But yeah, I, I think I think I think Marilla actually only had three election districts, so they might be down to two. So you know who Skip is not going to be happy about that. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you that. Much. I, I, I just they should succeed now. They should. Yeah. They, they should. That's, I, but don't join Canada. Kathy Hochul will eliminate you. you she'll, just, she'll just drop the bomb. United Farmland of Marilla. Yeah. United. The old the old Hochelheimer will drop the bomb on you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Jim, for the buttery goodness of those vegetables. Add a little salt. Yeah. Just cook them, cook them right up. Yeah, bake them in the oven. Some lardon, lardon, oh. lardon. All right, let's talk about the freak show, shall we? Yeah, Mike Harrington. Uh, no. <laughs> Mike Harrington, I, I guess, journalist, uh, yeah. person who used God, to be yeah. very freely, freely use the R word on Twitter. Uh-huh. People don't forget. I used uh-huh. to have screenshots. I can't find them, but he, he yeah, the R yeah. word, he can't can do. Yeah, oh, it's, people say it all the time now. I feel like we've come full circle back oh, they, to like oh, they've the come two, back to it to the late two thousands. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, I I blame Rick and Morty. Oh, <laughs> could mm-hmm, be mm-hmm. problematic fave. I feel like people say the R word instead of the actual word right no, now. No, people say the and R. it's and it's still the same. They no, say people it. say the word. They oh. say the word. They say yeah. the word. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Okay, I, I don't. I don't care for that. Yeah, but anyway, Mike Harrington is. What is he doing now? I I just put his name up. I don't give a shit. About oh, so him what? He, he put. He's like caught stern shit up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, him. He wrote. He wrote an article about how. Okay, let's let's take it a step back. Yeah. So a few months ago, the Sabers took a giant shit at home against Columbus and lost like nine to nothing, or nine. I can't remember nine to one, whatever it was. There were a lot of boos at the end of the game. A lot of people chanting "fire, fire Granado, fire the coach." And it's not everyone; it's just a few people. I think most of the sane Sabers fans actually just left the arena mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess since then, you know, the, the Sabres players took offense to that. And they're, and, and Mike Harrington wrote about 
um, that they aren't coming out as frequently after wins to raise the stakes to thank the fans because they support their coach. I feel like if that's true, it's kind of a loser mentality. I, I, a lot of people are talking about, oh, the coach isn't hard enough on them. They like it easy. I don't think that's true. I don't think so. I don't know what their deal is. No, they're power bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's but, a, uh, Jesus. There's a lot of concern about AI and how it's going to affect the workforce and how okay. it's going to, you know, I like to see where you're going with this. The impact of AI and and who will be effective affected and what it will do to our world. I posit, however, that the sports writers of the world, the absolute you know, <laughs> nincompoops, the, the two the Mike brain Harringtons cells, of the, the world. two brain cells to rub together. They yeah. they could be on the first on the chopping block because I, I what, will say Lance Lykowski is counterpart. Excellent. Excellent writer. What what would you get from, uh, you would say that about the Polish guy? What, <laughs> what would you what do you get from AI? Creating like an A like AI, like you know, Chat GPT, write me an article in the voice of like a Skip Bayless type figure, oh. inflammatory idiot sports writer that you wouldn't get from uh, Mike Harrington. As a tech person, AI is not that good yet. AI is not. That I'm good just saying. Yet. I'm just Maybe saying. Maybe it will be, but in it's the not future, yet. give it a couple years. Yeah. That is a very low bar for AI to clear that it's not as good as Mike Harrington. <laughs> That's the point I'm trying yeah, to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I get what you're trying to make. I'm just. I want to make sure everybody but, else gets it. Is that like like the incredibly low limbo bar of Mike Harrington? Back to the Sabres players. Yeah. Are they actually that wrong about Sabres fans? Because. There are a lot of toxic Sabres fans out there, and I know you talked about it before. Well, so I don't actually blame. I am a half season ticket holder. Mm-hmm. I, I buy half season tickets. I love the Sabres. I, I was hoping they'd make the playoffs this year. They are a big disappointment for me. They're not officially I, eliminated. They're not. They could come back. Yeah. It's possible, but I, I'm not the one booing. Yeah. I'm just like I'm disappointed. I'm not booing. I'm not going to call people names. I'm not that kind of person. But the people who boo, they, yeah, they can they kind of suck. There are a lot of toxic Sabres fans online. I just yeah. want to say the Bills fans jump through tables. They, they in that time when the Bills really sucked. What did Bills fans do? Yeah. They got really obnoxiously well, drunk and like c- committed uh, incredible acts of self harm. What think do Sabres fans do? Why? Well, I think that's the difference because there are only a limited number of football games a year, mm-hmm. and you have that tailgating culture, so it's more of a party than a sporting event. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like amongst the sporting fans, Sabres fans get more invested. They're more personally invested in the game and the outcome of. I mean, at least around the season because because there are forty one home games, right? Right. So that's a lot, and they've been dog shit at home. Well, they've they've also been dog shit for a long time now. Right. Like you know, like I I think their streak of not making the playoffs is now longer than the Bills' streak was. It uh, it genuinely feels like Terry Bagula. Hates the Sabres fans. Well, and, and and not for nothing, by the way. The fan experience sucks. The, yeah, I was just about to say the fan experience is The subpar. arena's going to shit. The, the fan experience is subpar because if you go to literally any other market, you will get an incredibly markedly better right. fan experience being in right. you know, maybe, maybe giveaways, drink nights. Arizona. Like, I'm a half-season ticket holder, and, and we and the season ticket holders, uh, they generally send out a gift every year. And this year, it was a fucking... A fucking puzzle and a and a like a phone like what are those battery packs for charge your phone? That you know you know where they got them? Yeah. Uh Terry Pagula's on the uh Kenmore Buy Nothing page on <laughs> Facebook. And you he, he got a great but, deal on Timu. But you yeah. see the you know, you see the the gifts of for season ticket holders from other markets and it's like so much better. Yeah. Like they, they actually give and they used to do so much for like 
bloggers and other people who are like tangentially associated. Yep. Maybe not paid, but associated with the team who put effort into fandom. But if, if, and that if, just doesn't exist anymore. Uh, listen, if Mike Harrington is the quality, the caliber of journalists covering your team, I wouldn't <laughs> give you shit either. I wouldn't give you anything. I don't know, man. But uh, I, I, I just wish they'd do a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, I wish the save the I wish the organization appeared to care more from the, from the outside, right? Yeah. Like, um, I do agree. Like, you know, like if I'm the Sabers, if I if I play for the Sabers, like if I read Twitter, and I read Sabers Twitter, and I'm sure they do, some of them do, eat shit, people, exactly, right? That's uh, and, not everybody, right? If they read Sabers Reddit, they're like, well. It, like Sabres Reddit is like fifty fifty. Like people who are like, yeah, we're like, like, like we're, like, we're we're just coming around. Like, like, like every every time like the Sabres win, there's like an, a UPL apology meme that they uh-huh. they put up. <laughs> yeah, all right. He uh, is crushing it this year. He has he, been. He has he been. Really he's is. been great. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, but then like there's also like like the Doomers who are like you know. You know uh, I hope Canada invades, and before we start bombing them, we ship all of them to uh, like you know the IKEA in Burlington. Now. We've talked about this before, about generally Buffalo is considered a small market team. Mm -hmm. In the NHL, though, in the NFL, they do punch above their weight as a a fandom. But I think in the NHL, it's even more so. We're always tops in the ratings for any hockey event. Right. I mean, and, uh, and, and the NHL would be remiss to ever move an NHL team out of Buffalo. Well, and, and that, I think that, that, you know, they've mentioned it. So, like, you know, when you talk about, like, the percentage, like, you know, even, even cities, like, so, like, the, Los Angeles has so many more people, right? Like, so the ratings in Los Angeles are, like, way, way below what Buffalo has, mm-hmm. but it's still more people, right? Right. But if you're not moving another team to Los Angeles, right? You've already have the Kings mm-hmm. and Anaheim there, mm-hmm. right? So, when people talk about like moving a team from Buffalo, well, look, they're probably moving to a similar size city, or maybe something's a little bit larger. But they're probably not, like maybe the first couple of years they'll get good ratings. But you're, there was already uh, the Winnipeg Jets today already the said Jets. something right. to their fan like that ticket sales aren't good enough for us to continue to be here. They're they're like on the hot seat as as a as a right. city hosting an NHL. Team. I mean, I mean, to be fair, they did have to put up with fucking Tyler Myers for like seven years. That's true. <laughs> True. Nobody wishes that on right. anybody. Yeah, it's, I mean, like that. Uh, I mean, literally the worst person to ever come out of Texas. Yeah. You're off the hook, Abbott. Yeah. Uh, well, well, moving on from the Sabres. Moving on from the Sabres. So this came. This came as a special request. Oh, big fan of the pod, Rob M. Mm-hmm. My my boy Rob. Mm-hmm. Love Rob. He's big fa- uh, Square Pod listener. Great dude. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, me then. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, we love Rob. Mm-hmm. And Rob, DM me. On Instagram, and he's like, "Man, I wish the Square Podcast was still around because you guys could riff on this one, and I would die laughing." Mm-hmm. And we, we, you know, Jim, a request like that, like I yeah. can't leave that on the table. Yeah. So, are you aware? You know, ever since Nate McMurray left, Jim, right, Grand Island, it's gone to hell. Yeah. You know, this the the whole place. Well, I mean, left as supervisor. I, I think he still lives there. Or well, you know, he he's they, he's le- the body might the corpus rents, might be still there. But uh, you know. he uh, he 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 rents like a a shelter at Beaver Island. Yes, to, to live in. Yes, but he's him not, and his very hot son. <laughs> his sexy son for him. Yeah, uh, he's not running the joint anymore. So so, Grand Island has mm-hmm. had just a wave recently, Jim, mm-hmm. of of car. Uh, of car thefts or, or you know attempted or, car or thefts. attempted car thefts a- attempted car thefts and there's a lot of victims a lot of them are nameless and faceless to us but one name and face you may know mm-hmm. 
Well, you know her name. Her face, like, look, I've seen the pictures. Like, uh, you don't really know what the, that yeah. face originally looked like. You know what her face looks like now. Right, yeah. It's hard to get that one her, on. Like, yeah, her, her and Johnny Resnick are going to the same doctor. Her face, her face is one you certainly know, although you, it might not be the same face you've known her whole life if you're a family I, I, member. And, and based off of what, the way it looks like, you might not know in six months. Yes, yes. So, owner of 95 Nutrition, Lindsay Cruz, <laughs> which, I, full disclosure, I, I do... I do go to 95 Nutrition. I actually enjoy their meals. They make a good meal. But the per- the person who makes them or- I mean, I hate Donald Trump. I just still buy his steaks. You yeah. still buy his sneakers. Right, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, Lindsay, Lindsay Cruz, in a recent Buffalo News article, uh, shared on Instagram. That's how I was sent this. Uh, Lindsay Cruz and her husband, Carmelo, were, st- <laughs> were startled awake by the roar of the exhaust from their Lamborghini SUV parked outside. <laughs> Lindsay said, I said, I said, oh my gosh, honey, someone's trying to steal our vehicle, the Grand Island resident recalled, and we came flying out of the house. The would-be car thief couldn't figure out how to back the vehicle out of the driveway, but the attempted theft has, Lindsay Cruz said, shattered their sense of safety. All right, well, I get it. In response... In response, she started an online call to action. That if you can't have a Lambo on Grand Island, where can you have a Lambo? Oh, also, these weren't really dedicated thieves. If you're if you're already in a Lambo and like you're you got the key, you got it started. And you're like, I can't figure out how to reverse it. Just go forward. <laughs> Fuck it. Like, like really slam it into their fucking house. Yeah. In response, you're all in at this point. Yeah. In response, she started an online call to action that has received hundreds of signatures of support. She's seeking more police community volunteers, and even private security to patrol roads at night. Quote, I started doing a little bit of research, and honestly, of course, she started doing a little bit of research. I bet she did. And honestly, what I found is it's out of control, Cruz said in an interview. Now, now, okay, you guys are listening to this, and you're thinking, wow, there's a a crime wave in Grand Island. We got to take care of this. Yeah. However, however... We have a retort from the local law enforcement officials. Let's boys. hear it. However, law enforcement officials say there's a simple and in Buffalo suburbs recurring explanation behind most, most of the stolen vehicles on the island. Ready for this? Oh, Here I, comes the pl- I, I know uh, what it is. Uh, uh, drum roll. 60% of recent cases involved vehicles left unlocked with the keys. <laughs> Or a key fob. So you're telling me, <laughs> according to the Erie County Sheriff. So you're office. telling me you're the owner owner of 95 Nutrition. You have a Lambo. You probably have a garage, which you don't leave your Lambo in in the you, winter in, in fucking the winter Buffalo. in fucking Buffalo. Your keys are in the Lambo and it's unlocked. Right. Uh, did they have a neon sign above the Lambo saying? Steal me, please. In the garages where they keep their vintage Fiat. Oh. To, to, well. to be fair to Lindsay Cruz, they, they did not mention anything about her vehicle in particular. However, you'd have to assume with a statement counter to this, yeah. you can only assume that she had her but, fucking car but, unlocked. But also, yeah, who, whoever stole that Lambo or tried to was doing a duty Yeah, as a citizen but, of this country. So I also saw that so she then posted on Instagram, she showed people how to put a, her Lambo in reverse. So the next time she leaves it unlocked, yeah. the key files in. Yeah. That's how you steal what? it. Yeah. You know, FYI. Just in case you're trying to Next take time it. you're trying to steal my Lambo, it's this button here. So so I so I also saw a completely unhinged tweet related to this. No. From 
Mayor Senator Ben Carlisle. No, not him. He would never say anything insane. Oh, he's back. Where you know somebody was like, oh, like like oh, it's, it's very strange that like you can't leave your unlocked car with the keys in it, and people might try to steal it. And his response was basically like. Oh, that one was wearing a miniskirt. It's her fault. She got raped. Oh, it's not the same thing. Yeah, it's not even uh, not the same. Not even the close to the oh. same thing. Just a powerful mind he has. It's yeah. really yeah. just the way he makes those associations. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's so awesome just to see that work in real time. Uh, so it's interesting. Uh, one of the things I want to point out is that she's she. Well, first of all, she, Lindsay Cruz describes herself as ultra maga, <laughs> self described ultra maga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she lives in a. Like, even when Nick McMurray was supervisor, the board was for Republicans and is, is dominated by the Republican Party. So, like, she's looking for more police support in a town that is already, like, 100% behind her. But she also started a petition then because, like, you know, she was feeling her, you know, influence her oats to end bail reform in, in New York State. Because, like, because the law official, the law, the law enforcement also put out, like, in the suburbs, most of these like attempted car thefts are are, are like teenagers or like fourteen year like like high schoolers, right? Right. And so she's trying to end bail reform because, like, yeah, that's that's what happens. The guy who gets arrested in the fucking city of Buffalo for something and gets out of bail reform is like, man, I I got I got a second chance. What I'm going to do is go out to the island. I'm going to cross the McMurray twins, <laughs> get out to the island. <laughs> And uh, find me a Lambo. <laughs> the twins. Yes. I, find I a Lambo. Every time, you know, I, I, I'll i eat, like, my 95, meals, nutri- uh, 95 nutrition meals, like, at work or whatever. And I feel like I'm Larry David wearing the MAGA hat now. Whenever I bring these out for lunch, like... <laughs> I, 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 re, at this point, like, look. However much you're paying for them... Give me half, and I will make meals for you. Eat every day. <laughs> and they, you know what? Not, not only will they be yeah. just as healthy, they'll be better tasting. Yo, get yourself, get yourself an instant pot, dog. Yeah, Seriously. but how do I? But how else will I be able to help bring awareness to the wave of oh, car thefts in Grand Island? That's, well, that, that's your priority then. Yeah, this, this is no, very if important. If you care about the Grand Island uh, Lambo uh, Association, also because like because this is punching up because this person's uh, like a, a rich shit shithead. Let her rip. Or, uh, is, you know. She can afford a Lambo, but she dyes her hair by herself because that hair is fucking terrible. Oh, 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 oh. oh my what? God. Is she using tangerines? <laughs> what is she, a flaming lip song? <laughs> Buy your tickets. There's a ticket on sale. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. Uh, doing Yoshimi. Yeah, uh, but yeah, right. no, um, no, just a, a, an absolute fucking monster plastic face person. Um, it's, it's, when we drop a nuke on Southern Ontario, she's the first person to melt. <laughs> <laughs> or or she'll survive. Or she'll survive. You don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. Does the uh, Grand Island immunity? It might, it, well, no. I mean, extend like extend to Grand Island or whatever Niagara County extend. I'm saying whatever she's got going on might like no, no, She's she's a good shield, which her husband will be behind. Like he's been be behind her the entire week, yeah, not yeah. Be, not having his face and voice out there. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. By the way, also if you're if you really want to hate on these people, go check out the reviews of 95 Nutrition on Indeed. It's oh, there's the terrible like, employers. There's like four good ones, and every else is oh. like they're like out of touch assholes oh, who just like fuck. berate their employees oh, and shit on them all the time, and ah. and don't show up to do anything, and just show up to oh, like, no. um, and so, and then of course, then like they respond to like half of those. Yeah, how do they respond? Oh, like asshole dickheads. Yeah, well, fuck 
welcome. And again, shout out to uh, our boy Rob for sending the story along. Listen, Re, seriously, Jasmine Rice. I'm uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not. Listen, I I support support the meals. I support the meals. I don't support the instant pot. The the treatment of the workers or. (laughs) I don't don't support their leave their key fob in the car policy. There is no ethical consumption under capitalism, so I I get it. Oh, yeah. People got to eat. People got to eat. The, the, the capitalism uh, haters have logged on, and they've logged on at, at Elmwood Taco and Subs. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're unionizing over there at the they, taco shop. Yeah, they're, they're unionizing. Uh, no, so uh, I used to have a roommate on Lancaster who worked at ETS. Yeah. And mentioned how, like, it was family-owned, and, like, the daughter was manager there. They and, got the big cookie. And was an absolute fucking monster. Now that's Ooh, yeah, hearsay. That, that kind of tracks. Uh, my own ETS story is like I went there when I, when I first moved on Lancaster. I went up there, and there was a line. So I was like, ah, oh, I guess I'll get a combo meal. And as I was looking at the combo meal, I was like, that looks kind of strange. Like, let me just quickly do the math in my head. I was like, all right, what I the the sandwich I want. Like I was gonna get a half sub, fries, drink. Separately are about seventy cents cheaper than the combo. What? Yeah. So I, I was like, I would like this, and then I would like this. And I, I, I ordered sandwich, drink, fries separately. And the person was like, oh, you just want the combo? I was like, no, the combo's more expensive. She's like, what? I was like, no, like you can do the math. And she's like, no, it isn't. I was like, I have a calculator right here. I'm like, <laughs> I did it in my head, but I can show you on the calculator. Jesus that she, so she just rung it up separately for me. Uh, and, that, and like once I saw that the one I wanted was more expensive, I did, and every single one of them, the combo was more expensive. Mm-hmm. Gets your idea of a fun night, huh? I mean, it, look, look, I just spent <laughs> how long funny, talking though. about election districts? <laughs> like, if I was on Reddit at that time, I would have like immediately yeah. gone. I would, I would have broken yeah. my hip no, walking home. That's what I appreciate about you. That's <laughs> it. I, I was like, uh, I, I, I need two Baja Blast and uh, uh, a mechanical keyboard right mm-hmm. now. I mean, mm-hmm. look, that place has clearly survived over the course of so many years, just simply by location, just be, by being on uh, Elmwood. Well, location and, and hours, yeah. yeah right. well, and hours and, and waffle fries. Waffle fries. Right. I mean, look, like... I mean, like, we, we, like, we, I talked about lists earlier. I'm, I'm going to go on a tangent because it's our last episode. Let's go. Right. Let's rank fries in order. Okay. Waffle fries are my number one. Well, waffle fries are number one, and if you say uh, you say otherwise, put you in Canada before whoa, we bomb you. Whoa, 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 whoa! You, you, you all right? And I'll use ETS as an example because or BT, ETS, not BTS. I don't want to piss off the camera. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't know. What, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, yeah. ETS. Their waffle fries are merely fine. They're fine. I'm but just, I'm but saying, I've well, had a better. I've had a better spice fry than a I'm, waffle fry from ETS. I'm saying waffle fries in general, right? But that, you're so, saying the best waffle the, the fry, cut, the cut. Yeah, and that, and that's what I'm saying is like ETS probably does the worst waffle fry I've ever had. Still better than any other fry. It's still so good. S- second, curly fries. What y- y- curly fries are? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When yes. you yeah like like the old Louis. Yes. Remember right, there was a news article right. like 15 years ago, like like between Ted's and Louie's were having a fight, like who had created the world's longest uh, curly fry off of one potato. Yeah. And I wish we had those fights back. Yeah. That, I wish we, we need, we need to go back there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Return. We need to return mm-hmm. to that. Return. Mm-hmm. The old curly fry wars of uh, 2007. And there's, there's a contentious fight over like straight fries and steak fries. Steak fries are too starchy. They're too much. I like them better than straight they're fries. Too, no, they're too much. 
They're too potato-y. No, but what about the crinkle cuts? Crinkle cuts are the worst. Crinkle cuts are the bottom. They're worse? Yeah, bottom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. bottom. Yeah. The, the, I I particularly think that like like seasoned straight fries are the worst. I don't like them. You don't like the season? I don't like seasoned fries. You don't like the seasoned fries? No. I are, think potatoes are better on their own. They don't need the seasoning. Okay. Well, little I, salt, little ketchup. I, you maybe don't like vinegar. The season. I, I will no. say I, I will say I think like seasoned fries from like fast food places do have a lower floor than crinkle because like like checker seasoned fries mm-hmm. like I I, yes. I I I I'd rather like swim in Hoyt. Terrible, like, terrible. Right, but the ceiling on crinkle fl- fries is like basically their floor. Like they're they're just garbage all the way around. Okay, okay, right, okay. Seasoned fries like if you were like oh but like they're, these they're, they're just vessels to hold more ketchup. That's all they are. No, no. Well, the first, season fry or the what? The the crinkle cut. The crinkle okay. Because the shape. The, you the know. crinkle cut. All right. The crinkle cut suffers from a couple of different problems. One, they yeah. are also too potatoey. Two, okay, okay. the shape is not inviting for the bite. Well, it's, so, it's a very harsh bite that okay, you get. Okay. I, I agree. The reason why I think crinkle cuts are so potatoey is because like nobody makes fresh crinkle cut fries. No, right? That's correct. So they're all yeah, frozen. They're all frozen. So there's right. too much it's water. Trash. So, You're right, right. Right. So like, and that's one reason why like. Nobody really makes steak, uh, straight cut fries. Very few pl- places make straight cut fries. Like like Sizzles makes their own straight cut they fries. They do, and they're Mike great. And right. And they're good. So I generally do like steak frites better than straight cut fries because most places, if they do st- uh, steak frites, are doing them themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, it matters. It's to- like a potato wedge, though. It's but, like it's like a it, big conk. But it depends on how well they do. Like they can be done poorly, right? Where they don't soak them, they don't wash off the excess starch, yeah. they don't double fry them. Like so like they can right. be done poorly. Like cuz then right. the, it's they're too potatoey on the inside. I understand what you're saying, right? Like they're like like cuz like like a, a potato Gen- generally you're correct. Like the a, starch is too damn high. Like a, <laughs> a steak free, you need to like rinse, maybe boil first so you like you get a little bit of extra uh, like edging on the outside, but also you cook the potato through because they are thicker. But um, this it all gets back to the fact that like Waffle fries are the superior fry. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we haven't talked about Parmesan truffle fries. Do you put those in the, do you put them in a separate category? Do you put them in like the, the I, gradation I, of fries? I'm struggling here because I think they are like a league of their own. Because I feel like they're, you, fa- they're fancy. You, you, th- you start throwing that in, and then it's like, well, then do you put it like our seasoned fries are a variation? Well, like you just that. said they are. I, I mean, but that's because Snake said it. I was just yeah, accepting no, no, this I, premise. No, I, I think season, I, I think like. If a place only like so, because like I, I'd be because like when Blue Monk existed, right? They did their fries in duck fat. That's right. They did their duck fries fat in duck fries, fat. But they that's were... not a season. But it, it is. It is, but it is different. It is a season. Like, okay, compared, okay. compared to like like hydrogenated like you know vegetable. So we're not oil. just talking like a base potato base fry. No, 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 no. We've covered the we've covered the fry. Shapes. I mean, we're, no, no, so we're, are we talking we're, about? Are we going to add tater tots to this? No, uh, no, maybe uh, like uh, 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 well. Maybe. Do we, do Look, we want to go there tonight? This is our last episode. It's our last episode. We're getting very Carl Linnaeus as like where we're going to really put taxonomy in depth. Like so, like I, I'm, I'm kind of because like you know like, but if we're going to put tater tots in there, then we also need to put you know like McDonald's hash browns in there. But Interesting. Now, now, now the hash brown is its own thing because you're not eating hash browns. You're eating hash brown. You're not. You're not eating it as like. A, or maybe you aren't eating hash browns. <laughs> But like, I'll tell you right now, if I keep drinking this bourbon and this many beers, guess who's yeah. eating hash browns with an S uh-huh. tomorrow morning? Holy shit. To soak it all up. I, 
<laughs> I feel like tater tots do fill a, a, a similar space. They fill yeah. the space as as fries. Yeah. Yeah. Now, all right, but what, it, it what, is a different thing. What's all right? L- let me ask you this: What is the delta of like like? Do you ever feel better or worse when you see a hash? Or, sorry, a, a tater tot versus a French fry. Like, if you do, do you think to yourself like in what context? So, for instance, if you went to, I don't know, let, let's say you went to like a like a uh, a restaurant on like an Allen Street. Right? Let's mm-hmm. say you went to like to Billy Club and they served you tater tots instead of like your steak frites. Well, you it, probably it, wouldn't uh, be too well, happy about it. It depends because like there are some places that like I was just gonna, I was going to say this is like are there they, upscale tots? They say upscale ho- tots. They, they this is the way they, they say homemade tots. Damn, are you shitting yeah. me? Yeah, and so like, okay, because oh, okay. like, how does but, it even work? You need but, a top machine, don't you? No, no, because like, you just basically like, you shred the potatoes like you're making like latkes or potato pancakes. I get that, and then and then dice that up. Okay, and then you can mold them. Oh. And so like, as opposed to like you know like your frozen tots, which are made up with a machine, so they're like, basically for the most part uniform size. When you get handmade tots, they're of different sizes and different shapes, but they're essentially like. Cylinders of potato that have been fried. I love the idea, by the way, of the guy who would like summarize our episode for leftist Twitter. <laughs> Be like, discussion of French fries, 40 minutes. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, uh, after making fun of the Irish, these guys spent 40 minutes talking about potatoes. <laughs> Palm frites. I just, like, I, I, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll talk about potatoes. I mean, wait, look, by the way, uh, uh my, my my girlfriend and I are having friends over for dinner next next uh, weekend next Friday, and uh, my friend told me that uh, their daughter does not like potatoes. Mm. That person should be sent to the moon, right, or the uh, sun? Well, oh, they, they do like French fries. Okay, well that's. But basically, any other version it's a, of potatoes. You're saying it's a kid. Yeah. Well, that's Kids fine. are stupid. Yeah, I don't mean that in a pejorative sense. I mean like. Kids have like potatoes. Potatoes, but kids have underdeveloped like palates. Kids have underdeveloped I, senses. Yeah, I also and know kids who would only eat potato. Well, it's, it's like, here's the thing: is like underdeveloped potatoes are basically like no matter how you cook them in the United States, are basically just salt and fat and like filler. They've had one bad baked potato, and they probably didn't like it, and they said they don't like potatoes. It could be. That's what I'm saying. Or, or also potentially bad mashed potatoes. Bad. You can have ba- mashed like, potatoes. You could have you could have instant, which is obviously the worst. Terrible. And you could have no, like yeah, don't even bother. <laughs> right. At that point. And then you, you then you could have really lumpy mashed potatoes. Yeah. You know, like you know, which as opposed to the crab cakes I had, which were had no lumps. Oh. And then oh, you know, I guess oh. the best rice, the, the best mashed potatoes are riced. Yeah, was, mashed uh, potatoes. Uh, so. uh, when uh, we hosted people over for a, a, a gathering, uh, some family get together. Um, I rice them and I, I actually triple rice them. Triple rice. Triple rice. I, I want oh, shit. I was triple like, rice diamond gym. Yep. So uh Wow. That's 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 me. Not once. Is, that, is that like better or worse? Do you uh, think? It, it, they came out very smooth, very no creamy. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because mashing like screws up their uh um starch profile. Right. Uh, and that's and so like mm. I it, and that was one is is I didn't just like one one like right after another. Mm-hmm. I, I riced them. Let them rest. Did it again. Wow, that's that's fucking dedication. I mean, that's I, commitment. I, right. I mean, I also use like basically an entire fucking bar of Kerrygold butter and oh, some, and some help cream. Too. So like, munching on too. Kerrygold butter, Joe uh, Biden. How about the garlic situation? Uh, so I, I, so when I did these ones, uh, I. 
boil the potatoes in water with garlic boiling in them. Son of a bitch. So that like it would wow. infuse the garlic flavor that way. But like because I was ricing them, I knew there'd be a chance that somebody would get a big old bite of garlic, and I yeah. didn't want that to happen. Yeah, okay. It's very considerate. Yeah, that that's me, Mr. Consideration. <laughs> well, it's less acerbic that way, right? Yeah. That's also yeah. me, Jim. Less acerbic diamond. He tries to be less acerbic at all at all turns yeah. here. Uh, last last little bit of news here is we're winding down what is our ostensibly last episode. We got the tea. We we got the tea. The tea for Thin Man, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Thin Man, as you may or may not know, if you're listening to this podcast and you pay attention to local happenings in Western New York, Buffalo, or what have you, mm-hmm. uh, Thin Man has been sold to. Our friends are, are they still sponsors? I don't know. We I mean, did we did we stop that? Uh, I mean, I haven't. We haven't been recording, so I've been at, I haven't been asking for beer. I I thought that was kind of polite of me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It seems it seems reasonable, but yeah. they're still they're still our friends. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'll put the ad in the end of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I, I, the good. I'll ask them for beer then. Yeah. I was I was there I was there last weekend. They had like a little event. I I, I just like to pop in because the Seventh uh, Street Tap Room mm-hmm. is. Closed for regular operation. However, they do have events. They've had a lot more events. Uh, the the T perhaps is that uh, the planned. Well, first off, we'll talk about the official news that Thin Man has sold to Community Beer Works. Correct. Yes. So Thin Man, which hey, pretty big profile, not just in West New York but beyond, uh, beyond even New York State, right? I mean, but. This actually is huge for Thin Man for expanding because, you know, uh, Thin Man, you know, especially through uh, former owner, owner Mike Schatzel, he did a lot of traveling and he had a lot of connections. You know, we went to the Shelton Brothers, the festival, when it came to Buffalo. That's right. He did and, that. And that, that, that festival, like, it was a once a year festival that was at now defunct festival. Now, now defunct festival that was sit, at cities all across North America and they only picked one city a year. And they picked Buffalo literally because of, of Mike Schatzel and his impact on the beer and brewing industry, right? Like, and that he's that important. And he had that much cachet. And because of that, like, you know, CBW has done collaborations with like other like microbreweries and, and, you know, smaller breweries in New York State. Thin Man was like, hey, we're going to work with McKellar. Like, to like, you know, like just like the, 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 the best of the best. Anywhere in the world, um, yeah. and so because of that, like you know, thin man. I will say, like, also, like this is my own personal preference. Like, I think CBW to me makes the second best beer of any brewery in Buffalo that I've tried more than like one beer of. Right, like, of a one beer, I'm not going to make a, a judgment. If you want to know who I think it makes the worst. Uh, let's go out for some beers, and I'll tell you off, <laughs> off record. Uh, um, but uh, other than obviously, we talk about Pearl Street all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, yeah, I, I, I have some opinions. Uh, I thought Thin Man made the best beers, and I thought they were like almost like a full standard deviation above pretty much everybody else. I mean, and I mean, I, and it's not because I I didn't like every beer they made. Like their peanut butter Jenkins is too much peanut butter, too much. Right. But, um, and uh, but their beers were just so good. Right, they were great, uh, and so Still between are. like the the very high dedication to quality and Shatzel's connections, 
Thin Man had a lot of cachet in the beer world outside of the world. It also didn't hurt them that, you know, Schatzel is connected to Blue Monk, who we all miss very much. But we also talk about, like, is one of the few places on, like, Beer Advocate or Rape Beer or whatever, one of those sites, that, like, to this, uh, obviously it's defunct now, that helps it out, but, like, had a perfect rating on those sites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, because of that, he was able to do that. So CBW purchasing that name, that brand, and those recipes, um, I mean, really can help them, like, differentiate themselves from, you know, not just, like, the places here in Buffalo, but pretty much every place in fucking New York State. Yeah, it's a huge coup, it's a huge coup for Community Beer Works, which was already on the come up, you know, mm-hmm. a, a lot of their beers, the Let's Go Pills, mm-hmm. had uh, and, and the Whale certainly have quite a, a wide distribution range. But having another brand and a brand, the profile of Thin Man, mm-hmm. a, and being the quality of beer that Thin Man is. Look, CBW is a very high quality brewery, and they make a lot of high quality beers. But they can really like if you're being, I don't mean to be like hashtag brand guy here, but you can really focus a lot of maybe if you want to do higher end stuff, it's going to be broader distribution um, with Thin Man, and then you could broader distribution to like different markets as like the craft beer stuff, right? And then if you want to have a lot of like you know your baseline like Let's Go Pills type of stuff, like your okay drinkable mm-hmm. like session type of beers, you could do it under the CBW. Uh, Label, you know, there, there's a lot of flexibility that they have. There's a lot more, like, yeah, it's a headache trying to manage two brands, but it, I think the juice is worth the squeeze. I'm excited. Uh, you know, obviously they have and have sponsored the show, continue to sponsor. I don't yeah. know, whatever we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we have friends over at CBW. Again, the tap room's closed. I try to go there whenever I can because I love it so much. So yeah. I'm in the tank for them. Yeah. But I, I really, I think it's a savvy move regardless uh, yeah. of our I, I affiliations. Will say, I will say personally I'm sad. Uh, we, I, we mentioned earlier that I went to uh, the Lesser Cuba uh, in uh, January. Yes. And, uh, you know, when you, as an, when, they, when you go to Cuba as an American, like one of the things they tell you to do is bring like uh, gifts, uh, donations, um, so that you can give to the Cuban people. But they ask you to at, call them gifts because, like, don't try to make, make people feel bad. I brought a lot of, uh, like, toiletries. I brought, you know, uh, I, I, I had my FSA in December, and I had, like, fucking, like, $700. I was yeah. like, all right, like, I'm going to buy a bunch of, like, skincare and shit sure. like that to take to Cuba. But also, they asked for clothes. And so, like, I was like, well, I do really like, w- when we went to Portland, my... Trial by Wombat Thin Man shirt. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I want to give a part of Buffalo to Cuba. So I gave that shirt away. And now, like, with Thin Man clothes, like, I'm not, can I can I get the Wombat Buffalo shirt again? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess I'll have to go on uh, one of those, like, make your own. Like, AI is going to have to make that, that shirt for me. But first, I got to replace Mike Harrington. <laughs> that's that's the actual goal. That, that's actually so, that I won't I won't actually I won't clear the payment until they replace Mike Harrington. Um, well, this is I guess I guess is a, we we said there would be a last episode of the square. I suppose this is it. You know how how do you do a, a la- It'd be like saying like this is the last uh, edition of the Buffalo News. I don't think this is goodbye. I, I, no, I think I think we'll be back with uh, various episodes. I a think quarterly we, square every once in a while. Something like we feel that. Like it. Sure, yeah, yeah. but but. The Diamond Gym Radio Hour is well. Hey, don't, don't don't just the Diamond Gym Radio Hour is is coming soon. That's 
literally just what he said. Sorry, I was trying to like. No, yeah. I was trying to like. I was just trying to pep it up. Uh, yeah. But the, but also the Diamond Jim Radio Hour is coming soon. Yeah. The, the Diamond Jim Radio is coming yeah. soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, not 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 we're not quite sure exactly. We I, the the royal it's like me and Stuart Little in my pocket. Uh-huh. Um, Ernest. Not, not not quite sure exactly what we're gonna call it. Uh, if you have ideas. Get on the Discord and tell me what you... Uh, leaning towards, like, Nickel City Watch or maybe Nickel City Dispatch. Sure. Um, it's it's going to... I like the Diamond Gym Radio. I like the Diamond Gym Radio. Uh, well, here's my here's my resistance to that. Is that, like, I think what we do is important. I don't think it should be tied to any one individual. And I at, think it should. At some point, if I can't do it anymore, if it's still something that's viable... I would like somebody else to take it over. Although maybe Diamond Jim is. But a we're na- already rebranding, so that can happen again. If, if, or, or maybe Diamond Jim is a, is like like I said, like the Dread Private Roberts, and like we could have a new Diamond Jim. Yeah, you see the be. the cloud of smoke, and we have a new Diamond Jim. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, uh, uh that would be a, a great way. Of, like if City Hall like had different like smoke coming out <laughs> when there's a new Diamond Jim. All right, well, you're, you're, I, now, I now have a new goal. Well, um, whatever it's called, who, whatever it is, it's who, going to... Who's going to provide the cigarettes to our children is really what, what they're worried about. Yeah. Oh, Buffalo style, no less. Buffalo yeah, style. the Buffalo style cigarettes. Yeah, to our kids, to make yeah. them strong. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, uh, we know, and you know, it's going to be a high-quality product focusing on all of the, uh, you know... It's, it, it's going to be much more politics... Even though with the freaks and vegetable focused, aiming for semi scripted, semi scripted. I mean, as much as I can keep myself scripted, um, don't but, don't fence yourself. In. Yeah, the, the haters had to get me out of the paint gym. You yeah. know, they, they couldn't. <laughs> they couldn't. And now now I'm fighting with our friends. You know, J- Jason Knight and I are, are going at it on the internet. Um, you know, I, I'm referred to now as a blue MAGA person, vote blue no matter who, you know, I'm, I'm going down the dark path yeah. of Buffalo's own Joe Rogan. So, oh, Jesus is, is, is what I could, I could be. Who's yeah. to say if I actually am, uh, but, I'm, I'm a fed, you know, yeah. I, uh, aiming for like, but diamond Jim is, er, early, is a real deal. Er, early spring. That, there you go. Yeah. Spring 2024. We're, we're getting there. We need, we need, we've do, been doing this three years straight. Yeah. More, we more need, since 2020. We need a little, yes, we need a little break. Mm-hmm. Three and a half years. And uh, need a little break and... Uh, yeah. And, 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 and then we're, we're, we're kind of changing things. So yeah, that's we're, all. We're, it's good, it's gonna, we're, it's going to be... Red, and it's, I've it, paused the Patreon charges and uh, a few people have left. Sorry yeah. to see them go, but we're, we're coming back. I hate to see you go. I like to watch you walk away. Yeah. Uh, no, can't that one doesn't fly? No, it's, it's cancel culture. It's, 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 you you keep saying it to Kathy Hochul, and it's really <laughs> weird. I say it more to Bill Hochul. <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Diamond Jim uh, Radio or whatever iteration of it it ends up being. Yeah, so what, uh, whatever iteration it ends up being, and uh, so like you know, uh, I'll be I'll be coming up for ideas. So when when I'm asking for ideas, if you if you want to help, I'll be asking on the Kenmore by Nothing group on Facebook yes. on how to help me. Uh, Buffalo, they, are we dating the same guy? Yeah, it's, uh, it's wow. you, if, a picture of Ernest. If, if, oh, <laughs> Ernest, don't get me started. If you've never been a by Nothing group, by the way, this was this is my story. To, to, this the reverse of a cold open, the cold close. Uh, uh, 
buy nothing groups, uh, people are like, hey, uh, I have a dead Sharpie <laughs> and a third of a sub. Does anybody want it? Yeah. And then somebody responds with, you know, uh, hey, uh, it, my son's birthday's tomorrow. I'm looking for 20,000 shares in Apple. <laughs> Uh, it's a it's, it's an interesting space in the internet. I mean, I actually did give stuff away on the buy nothing group. Apple shares you gave away? That's a that's a big giveaway. But wow. it I did, but they have to find them. <laughs> I was like, hey, do you guys remember geocaching? They're like, nope. I was like, well, good luck. I gave away a hundred thousand of our new cryptocurrency, Square Coin. Oh, oh, well, you. It's out there, so you can get in now. If you pay Snake $100 a coin. Mm-hmm. That's right. I get, I actually give away a Keurig. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, all right. I have a much better coffee setup now. Hmm. Well, what's your coffee setup? Yeah, uh, tell people. Now, so so I, I, for Christmas, my girlfriend got me a very nice French press, French. which is the way I, I like to drink coffee anyways. Wow. Is it glass or steel? It, it's actually... Uh, it's, Titanium. It, no, it's it's like a, a a carbon like a carbon steel. No fucking shit. It's insulated. Wow. Uh, and so, I was like, right. is it insulated with lead like the Stanley Cups? <laughs> uh, no, it's uh it's 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 insulated with silver like the Stanley Cup. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Sabers will never know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I got. I finally bought a burr grinder. Yes. Good. I finally grinder go burr. I finally bought a electric uh, water pot so like I can set the temperature and hold the temperature correctly. Is it a gooseneck? It isn't. It isn't because like I went on like wire cutter um. and food and wine and I found like the best rated one and their best rated one was actually not gooseneck. Really? Yeah. But because they said in particular for like French press like over a French press you don't need a gooseneck. Right. Yeah. Like if you're doing pour over Yes, you need, a goose. you need a goose. Now. Right. But for French press, you don't. I'm with you. And then I also got a scale so I can do like the correct. You got to have the scale. The yep. OXO scale is the best. Uh, I, I didn't get the, I, I got, I, I found like I got deep into the coffee Reddit. Okay. okay. And found what like, they're like, the OXO scale is very good, but this other one is like half the price. Yeah. And is which like, one, which one is this? It's greater goods. Okay. And okay. the nice thing that, that people liked about that is like it's it also goes to like like a tenth of a pound or a tenth of a gram. Yeah. A tenth of a pound. A tenth of a gram. Yeah. But uh has like uh like textile buttons. Mm. So like it kinda like your finger kinda holds there. So like if you've been handling coffee or water, like you don't like slide over oh, it. It's pretty good, okay. So well, before we get too deep into coffee, Reddit, um, just as we wrap up here, big thank you to everybody who came to the Christmas party. Yes. Um, big thank you to all our friends and supporters and all the people over the years. Too many to thank. Yeah. But thank you all as a blanket uh, statement here. Thank you. Every, I don't know. I mean, look, we'll do these ad hoc. The Diamond Gym Radio Hour uh, will be primarily Diamond Gym. Snake will be around. I'll, I'll pop up. Uh, we'll do like a, a pint counterpint type of deal. Yep. Um, we'll, we'll embrace we, we, debate. We talk, talked about the counterpint last week. Also, I, I want to bring up, so I, I hope everybody knows that next week is Ree's ninth birthday. Yes. That's yes. Right. I, I, yeah. Leap your baby. I will That's have right. an actual birthday this year. Um, I don't get those too often. I don't know what to do. I don't yeah, know. So, uh, so, yeah, so like if, if you could find a cabbage patch, cabbage patch, get it for him. He's nine. <laughs> 
yes, or maybe or, or uh, like the elf. Uh, I have a tickle me Elmo. I've been uh, holding for the right I, occasion. I, I have an entire like uh, quarter sleeve of of elf pogs. <laughs> pogs. pogs back in pog form. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Well, well uh, yes. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but thanks everybody. And then uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll see you around. We'll be around. We'll do we'll do pop up episodes. Yeah, I mean, look, look we just couldn't do weekly episodes like that. Just was too yeah, much. Yeah, but like yeah. as long as like you know. Well, I, I, I've been doing a lot of home improvements. I've been, I've had a lot of family things going on. Yeah, and so the week to week just just uh, was unbearable for yeah. me. Uh, yeah, that's I, where I'm at. I, I also, you know, the, the the political tides and sentiments have just gotten unbearable, and and that includes national and you know, local politics too. So I, I just, you know, I, I did not have the the stomach, shall we say, to to speak to a lot of the stuff on a week to week basis. Uh, I'll admit, you know, am I does that make me a giant baby? Yeah, maybe, but I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't want to talk about. That oh Byron Brown is going to be there for a sixth term. Awesome, great, <laughs> Aw, love that. Here I am talking about it for another week, but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy hanging out with you guys and yeah. and having uh and, and by you guys I mean of course I mean Jam and Snake and then all of our friends who are regular listeners. I just I didn't have the stomach to talk about it. Like <laughs> again, like polish up, uh you know put put shine up a turd every week, Jim. There's a lot of lean weeks, and then of course, like I said. We take a break or stop or end, and then Abe McMurray <laughs> runs for fucking Congress again. Of course, <laughs> well, I mean, quote unquote, run. Yeah. We used to dream late for yeah. times like this. Yeah. I, I would do this every week for money, right? For money, but, yeah. If anyone's interested in paying us, yeah, to- would totally right, yeah. would I, sell out. Yeah, top dollar, yeah, yeah. we would I, sell out. I heard George Soros bought WBN. Oh, George, call us. George Soros, call us, call us, yeah, yeah. yeah. top. I'd, right, yeah. work, I'd work for you, George Soros, and I would t- say anything you wanted me to say. Right, if 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 you want like the like like Bizarro Bevilacqua, call us. Like if you That's want right. the Bizarro financial guys, you want I'd, actual blue manga? I'll do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll be blue manga. I'll, I'll be, be regular um, manga. I, I don't will, care. Pay I will me. turn lib. People probably don't think I'm socialist. I consider myself socialist, mm-hmm. but I will turn lib for the right price. I'm ar- I'm already a Fed. We're already there, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. So it's, it's, I already took my pants off. <laughs> and on that note, uh, till it's too hot in here. Till whenever. <laughs> it's, God, it's so hot. <laughs> it's, it kind of smells in here. Shh, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> Bye, guys.
With Let's Go Pills, I wanted to make a beer that was similar to the beers I grew up drinking in, in the tailgate. And I wanted a clear American lager that was crisp and, and just really sharp. It, it takes the classic American lager and, and we, we showcase craft ingredients made by locals, made by fans, uh, to be shared by fans. Bring community to all that you do and good things happen. Thank you.